Hey there, and welcome to Embrace Your Bravery. I'm so excited to share this conversation that I had with Katie Casillas, who is a self-proclaimed hype girl for mom business owners and loves helping entrepreneurs get started with their business, create awesome social media content, and launch digital products. Um, I just love connecting with her. She's got so many great ideas and she's working on so many amazing things. Um, If you are thinking about starting an online business and you kind of need a little direction or some help, she is your girl. So all of her contact information are in the show notes. Um, Check her out and go connect with her on Instagram. And I hope you love this conversation as much as I did. I'm Katie Casillas. I started my business back when my son was born. I had been working at a digital marketing agency for, I think it was about four years. Um, And I loved my job. And when I got pregnant, I was like, hmm, I wonder what I'm going to want to do. Am I going to want to go back? And I, you know, planned on going back. And I did go back for a little while. Um, And then I hated the commute. I realized that I was putting my son in daycare commuting to an office and then sitting and doing my marketing job at a computer when it could totally be remote. Um, And this is before, you know, remote was really widely accepted. Um, So I decided to quit my job and go off on my own um, because I had been working at a marketing agency and I had years of social media and PR experience. So I took clients as a social media manager. I was really lucky that I had some great mentors that kind of showed me the way. And, um, so I was able to work for myself. So I've been doing that since, uh, September of 2017 and that's kind of how I got started. And as that's grown and evolved, I've been working with, I tend to gravitate towards working with mostly women, small business owners, nonprofits, um, and a lot of moms supporting a lot of other moms. Um, cause I found a lot of times that you know, that taking that leap from leaving your job and doing what you want to do for yourself can be so scary. And then when you've got a kiddo that's depending on you too, it just adds another layer of scary, Mm -hmm. um, but helping other women see that they can do it too. Well, that's awesome. So go back to like, you're in the job, like how Mm -hmm. did you take the leap? Like what steps did you take? Or do you remember like, where did you get all set up before you took the leap? Did you start taking clients like before you went full-time? Like how did that look? Yeah. So what I wanted to do was have all these clients lined up and ready so that it would be this nice, perfect, clean transition. Right. And that's just not how it happened. I remember, I remember sitting at my computer cause I would work on, you know, clients and outreach and all that in the evenings after my job. And I remember going, I'm just going to have to do this. Like, I'm just going to have to believe in myself. Um, Like I said, I had some mentors that some women who had left the agency before me who gave me some of their, you know, their processes, you know, how to do invoices and how to do all that kind of stuff. So I felt like I had a little bit of a base and I wasn't just completely jumping in blind. Um, But I did leave before I had a roster of clients. Um, And I actually got creative. So to bridge the gap, when I put in my notice, I asked the agency if they'd be interested in in having me as a contractor. And we were able to work out like a very part-time contractor role. So that kind of helped um, figure it out. But yeah, really, I had to just, I had to just do it. And it was really scary. Yeah. 
I think that that's like the scariest part is it's starting before you're ready. And there's like this general theme that I'm, I'm seeing is that that's, that's the key to success. Like you have to just start and you're not going to have it all perfect and all ready. And people get so frozen in that state of like, ah, what do I do? And how do I get this thing going? And and not wanting to actually take action, but it's like through that messy action is where you kind of learn how to figure it out. Yeah. So um, what are some of the big lessons that you've learned along the way? Um, one of the biggest lessons that I learned early on was to not take advice from just anybody. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, good. So, um, one of my first clients that I took on, and it actually happened to be from this client, um, really great, uh, small business here in San Diego, this, um, duo of real estate agents who had built this model of going into offices and teaching, um, like, not financial literacy, but like renting versus buying and really building up a relationship with people. That's how I had met them. They were my first client. And I remember meeting with them early on and they're like, this is so exciting, Katie. You know, if you ever need any advice about entrepreneurship. And I was like, yeah, I'll take your advice. And I remember them saying, take all the clients you can. Like just, you know, when you're just getting started, take all the clients you can. And I was like, hmm, that doesn't sound like the best advice because it sounds like... (laughs) might get overwhelmed quickly. Yeah. And what I failed to realize was their business model is different than mine. When you're a social media manager or service-based, I was really selling packages of my time uh, and hours, whereas their model was very different. You know, they're building relationships and then the work is done. How they get paid is, is definitely different. And so at one point I had said yes to a few too many things and was like, I mean, having too much business when you're on your own sounds okay, you know, not like that big of a problem, but really part of it is figuring out how much we want to work. Like we get into business for ourselves so that we have more flexibility and freedom to take the gym classes or rest when we need to. And when you just have all this client work, that's all I did for, you know, for a while until I could kind of get out from underneath it. Um, so yeah, that was one of the biggest, one of the biggest I learned early on. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And um, what would you say is your, your biggest why? Like, what is your mission? What are you, what, what do you keep coming, going back to, to really um, not get burnt out and, and still continue to love the work that you're doing? I think it's for that mom that was like me or that, that person that was like me where driving to and from work. I just remember one day going to the office and then leaving, picking up my son and we were driving home and my baby's crying in the back seat because all he knew was mommy got up today, brought me to this place. Then she picked me up and she straps me in this car seat. So he's crying in the back. We're sitting in traffic. All I want to do is just get home and, and be with him. Mm-hmm. And I started crying and I'm like, this just isn't working. Right. Yeah. And so what I do in my business is help support other small businesses so that other people can get out of their, I just can't do this anymore situation and figure out what that looks like for them. Um, so I do support a lot of, like I said, mom business owners, especially early on. I was like, I'm going to help all the moms quit their jobs. Yes. Um, 
but we're in a new place now where like, even with pandemic, like childcare was different and, and just people are analyzing like what lights them up and how they work best and commuting and sitting at a desk just really might be draining their soul. So how can I support them in their business? And then that pays my bills so that I can do the same and, um, just showing others that that's possible. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. I love the idea of really designing your life. You know, you, you get, you get the freedom to design a life and a business around what lights you up and what brings you joy. And that's just something that a lot of people don't even think about. They just are so in the day-to-day of the stress and everything that they're not able to understand that you can actually do something that you love, you know, and, and give back and have an impact on others to be able to, um, do the same. And so that's been a really cool thing for me just recently, like looking at that and, and seeing like, what could I do right now? Like looking at my week and, and and all the meetings and all the things and like, what can I do during my week to just sprinkle in some more joy and like design, you know, my days around what actually is lighting me up. And so that's been really cool. And here recently I'm like, okay, so my husband works from home most of the time too. He goes into the office one week out of the month. Um, but I'm like, we should start having lunch dates. Like we don't even hardly see each other and we're both working from home. Like he's in one part of the house. I'm in another. And I'm like, we don't even eat lunch together. I'm like, we should one day a week, we should just have a lunch date and it can be just in the house or we can go somewhere, but like just, you know, making, being intentional with your time, I think is so key. And you get to do that. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know about you, but I felt a lot of resistance with that when I first started working for myself because we're just trained and it's ingrained in us that work is like a certain way and it has to be hard and it has to be these hours. And that's what society and just what people do, right? That's what we go to college and this is, you get the job and that's what you do. So to like do the opposite of that or start building this life that we want, like I found a lot of resistance and I'm like, oh no, that's not, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Wait a minute. I can, I can do that. I started with going to the gym, like during the day, yeah. I was like, it feels weird to be here. Like, I feel like I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. Who, like, who am I to be like <laughs> here during the day? Like what? It, yes, I totally agree. And it's new for me. So I'm feeling that I'm in that space right now where I'm like, wait, and you are fighting like this internal battle inside because it is all that, you know, so yeah, yeah, it is crazy. Um, but I love it. And I think that, you know, we're show we're showing others that this is possible. Um, and it's like this, the hustle mentality, you know, like, oh, if you're, if you have your own business, you always have to be hustling and you always have to be, you know, you're almost like so exhausted in a different way, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I think it's important to take the time for yourself and to understand how you work best and maybe even what times of the day do you work best and doing certain things at certain times. Did you you find that that is helpful? Yeah. So I'm a big, I'm a firm believer in time blocking. Mm -hmm. And so in the beginning of the week, I try to block out time for things that need to be done. I do try to put like my gym times in there or Um, I try to be intentional about networking as well. Mm -hmm. Like finding at least one time a week, I'm talking to other entrepreneurs and other people. 
Um, cause we can get so lost in our own, in our own little world. Um, but yeah, then figuring out when in the day are good for like meetings or so over the years, I've realized that normally in the morning, like I'll drop my son off at school. I came home and like, if I can get in the zone without meetings or calls, I'll just crank out some work really fast mm-hmm. and I can get a lot done in that morning. And then the afternoon, I'm kind of like a little bit more relaxed. That's a good time to be chatting or mm-hmm. meeting with somebody. So generally I structure my days like that, but yeah, again, giving myself permission to say, I don't take meetings until this time. Mm-hmm. Remember I said yes to 9am meetings on Fridays one of my first clients that I took and that went on for years it's Friday morning 9 a.m and that's just not my time that's not yeah. when I shine mm-hmm. and it was tough <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think it's like a lot of self-reflection too on even what does work for you and what doesn't um so you mer- you work from home do you what do you do to kind of like do you get out of the house do you work out of the house at all do you get you know how do you get that like personal interaction with people. I'm finding that I, I do get so busy and I'm just like, go, go, go. And then I'm like, Whoa, I have not left my, this room in hours. I have not left the house in day. I'm like, okay, I've got to go. And so I found this cute little coffee shop and I'm just like making it a point to work from there for a couple hours every week, just to have people around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel the same way. It's definitely, you need to be intentional about getting out. Um, I have my afternoon dog walks. So that at least that like gets me out and mm-hmm. in the sunshine. Um, my husband works from home too. So he's been going to the coffee shop sometimes and we've been trading off. Um, and there's a, a networking group that's also a co-working space here in San Diego called Hera Hub. And actually okay. you could join worldwide as a virtual member. Oh. Um I found that the women that are, that are involved in that group are really like amazing, like really inspiring. Um, and a lot of like seasoned women. So a lot of women who've worked in corporate for a long time and then decided to go off on their own. Oh, but anyway, so cool. one of my plans this year too, because with, with COVID and the pandemic, everything was kind of weird with space and being around other people. So I have been kind of cooped up mm-hmm. but now that things are opening up. I'm going to start co-working down there. Um, and see how that goes. So again, kind of like breaking these patterns. One of the hardest things for me is working off the laptop. Mm-hmm. I love my big monitor yeah. here, but I just found this little, um, it's like a, a little monitor that you can plug in so I can get a second screen and it's portable. It's oh, on nice. Amazon for like a hundred bucks. So I'm thinking that'll do it. That'll be yes. so I can have my setup and Yes, that's so good. I think it's so healthy. It's like good for our mental health as well, just to kind of change it up, you know, and not get so, you know, isolated sometimes. But yeah. So how is it working from home with your husband? Y'all get along well? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We do get along. It is. At first, we didn't have a choice, right? His office shut down he was working from home and it was my office. And then I had to share it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, oh, like I'm supposed to share this space. Um, but then we kind of have figured it out. We travel a little bit. So my family lives on the East coast. And when we go over there, we each have our own space, but when we're here, we just try to, it's really about like communicating who has calls when, and then, like I said, he's been trying to go to the coffee shop more to give each other a little space, but 
sometimes I'm like, wow, I have seen you all day. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I I thought about changing our setup because I'm literally on one side, he's on another side and we're both working for, it feels so silly because sometimes I don't even see him and I'm like, oh, we've been home together. And I like, I'll drop the kiddos off and then I'll come home and be like, have a great day. And just like walk to my office because it's like, we're not even here together. It's so funny. Yeah. I don't know. He's very, we work differently too. Like he is very, um, detail oriented, very on task, like doesn't want any distractions. And I'm kind of like wild and woo, like, I'm going to do this or I'm going to, you know, and so he, he needs his structure and I don't as much. So it's, it's good that you have your own space then. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, okay. What is the, what was the co-working, um, uh, what did, what was it called? Okay. So it's called a Hera hub, H E R A H U B. Okay. And yeah. is it like a membership thing where you like pay a certain amount every month to be a, a part of the community or what does that look like? Yeah. So it was, it was started here, um, as just a co-working space. And I think here in San Diego, there's two locations and then a few like close by. Um, but then with the pandemic, everything changed. Right. So in order to continue to stay connected, and I think there was some like online networking component for members, mm-hmm. but then, um, for pandemic times, they created a virtual only membership and there's a ton of programming. So like every week there's uh virtual co-working hours. There's um, like expert speakers that come in and do presentations. There's a writer's club. There's a, um, I think like accountability groups. So um, that there's different tiers of membership. So you could just be a virtual member and be a part of all of those online programmings. And then if you are an in-person member, you also get access to that. So. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. I, um, I was looking for something like around me. I'm in Fort Worth, Texas. I was looking for something similar to that, but I don't, I can't find anything like in person. So, no? hmm. so I might, um, might just create it. Yeah. <laughs> why not <laughs> if it's not... yeah so I think it'd be fun I I just I'm craving like that connection you know just being able to be in community with women and share and um you know because I just don't feel like we have that enough and especially as moms it's like you become a mom and you're so focused on your kid and it's so hard to like look up and like see the world again <laughs> because you're so yeah. in it and um I had a friend that was just like well you know when the kids are older and grow and grown up you know I'll find who I am again and I'm like I just that breaks my heart because I feel like we can't do that to ourselves no you know? we just can't like we've got to figure out a way to still honor who you are as a person, go after your passions, have your hobbies. And it looks totally different than it did before kids, but it's still possible. Yeah. I mean, I think about that scenario that your friend said, and what I would say to them is like, is that what you would want your, your children to do if they were in a similar situation? Would you tell them that that's, that's a good thing to do? Or do you want to show them that you can be both a great parent and an amazing person, like a unique individual and yeah. model that for them. Absolutely. I think that's mm-hmm. really important. Um, so tell me a little bit more about your business. What do you, 
like, what all do you offer and, um, you know, what are you working on right now? Yeah. So like I said, when I first started, I was offering social media management. That was the main package. And as my business grew, people would ask me to do different things. I actually worked for, I I contracted with a biotech company and helped them raise like pre IPO funds. So a mixed grab bag of things that I've done. Um, I love social media. I love how quickly it changes. I love the tools and like figuring out how to make it actually work for a business. Um, And what last year I found myself working with a lot of personal brands. So a lot of really amazing professional women and they wanted help with their marketing and their social media. So I initially came in for that. And then we found, then I found that most of them wanted to either um, take a program that they had created and turn it into an online like on-demand course or program, um, take an idea that they had had and launch it. I had one mom, she's a, a pediatric audiologist. So first of all, she was deaf, hard of hearing herself. Mm-hmm. And then a mom of two and pregnant. She was working in as a, so she would work with children who had deaf, hard of hearing issues. And she wanted to support the parents in a way that she was finding wasn't happening in the clinical setting. So she was pregnant with two kids and working full-time and wanted to launch a course. And so yep. like, those are the people that I love working with that yep. light me up. That, Let's like, do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's a need. I can fill it. What does that look like? Katie, show me the steps. So I worked with her on kind of like a consulting basis to help her get that launched into the world. Um, some of my other clients need more of like the, I don't want to do any of the tech. Can you help me get it set up on the platform? Um, and I really like that because again, that goes back to my why. Mm-hmm. Um, by launching these programs, these service providers get back more time in their day or get back more time. They can serve more people. So they're, you know, still on their mission, still fulfilling their passion and, but they're finding another way to, to serve to help to solve a problem. And I really love digital pro like digital programs and courses Um, my big thing is really drilling in and making sure that before you launch a course or create some type of product, that there's a need for it, that there's a market for it, and that it makes sense within your business model. So you're not just launching a course that kind of stands alone and, you know, does it make sense with all the other things you offer? So that's what I've, I've been up to. Um, I'm in the middle of a beta with some other women who, um, are launching their courses. And then I'm going to turn my course on how to launch a course <laughs> into an online course. That makes sense. My course course. Nice. Um, yeah. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And how can people work with you? Like what's the best way to connect with you and, um, and work with you? So social media, I hang out a lot on Instagram, TikTok. I've recently been going back to LinkedIn, which is funny because I have too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like both LinkedIn and Twitter are both kind of like having a moment, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so any of those places I'm at, Hey, Katie Casillas. Um, I recently launched a new offer, this platform or this um, app called Volley. And it's similar to, I want to say it's similar to Voxer, but it's video focused and it's asynchronous. So what I found was I was getting Zoom fatigue, mm-hmm. setting meetings, like the, trying to find times and rescheduling meetings, especially working with busy moms. Yeah. Like I want to be flexible with their, you know, their time and my time. So I'm selling 
basically you can buy a package of time or you could do month to month and it's asynchronous coaching consulting. And you can send a video, you can send a text, you can send a file. Um, so recently I helped um, one woman who was hosting her first workshop that she was then going to turn into a, a digital product that you can download later and just kind of coaching her through what types of posts to post on social media, giving her feedback when she needed feedback on things. And it's nice because if she gets out of the shower at nine o'clock and was just thinking about something, she could send me a message and I'll check it in the morning when I'm in my office hours and can respond. And we don't have to have this whole long Zoom meeting where it's like later on you think of something else too. So anyway, yeah. that was my whole spiel. I'm really excited about this offer because I think the platform works really well for other people who are just over the, the long Zoom Yeah. Calls. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. I'm going to have to definitely check that out. That yeah. sounds so beneficial too. Because yeah, you get, I have all these ideas, like all these thoughts and it's like, you might lose it by the time you have your meeting next week or whatever, if you don't just get it out there right away. Yeah. Well, what advice would you give to um, a woman out there that, you know, maybe is feeling stuck in their job or they're stuck in a situation and they want to create that freedom for their life? What would you, what would you tell them? I would say, so if they're still working like a nine to five and they're craving, you know, entrepreneurship or freedom, one, find someone that you trust to talk to about it and maybe get some feedback from people who's like opinion you trust up about some of the things that you, you're good at and you do really well within your job that are maybe not, um, like specific, but more you could apply to doing different things and also spend some time journaling on that yourself. So for example, if you work in a space and you manage people, but you're in, you know, pharmaceuticals, what skills, what things do you do throughout the day? Could you apply to something that you could do at home? Like you're organized. Um, you really like, um, you know, setting up meetings and, planning events and things like that like that can translate to a different industry to a different um kind of like work scenario and then I would also spend some time really thinking about like he said like what lights you up what are the things that maybe you're missing right now which is the reason why this current job situation just isn't isn't working anymore is it you don't feel like you know you're most productive during those hours. Um, do you want to spend more time taking your kids to sports and you need to be there at three 30 on Tuesdays, like getting really specific about exactly what, where you feel kind of like this disconnect, um, and then figure out like where to go from there. So if you've got your list of really great skills and you've got the time, you know, things that you want to do, what types of jobs can we find that kind of fit together like a puzzle? And again, get, getting feedback from other people too, because sometimes we we forget what we're good at when we're in the space. So maybe even asking a colleague, like if you were to say my like top three um, things that I do best at this job, what would they be? And just get get the brain get your brain thinking. And then if you come up with something that you think you might want to do, um, reach out to someone that already does it and ask if you could just interview them or. Mm -hmm. um, you know, asking to pick someone's brain sometimes with entrepreneurs, that's like a trigger word. But if you let somebody <laughs> know, hey, I'm a mom, I'm really unhappy with my job. I've been considering 
going into social media, but I'm, I'm nervous. I don't know if that'd be a good fit. If someone sent me that message, I would be happy to spend time talking with them Mm -hmm. and just, you know, helping them decide for themselves, whether it's a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. That's great. Mm -hmm. Finding mentors. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, just knowing you're not alone in this, you know, is so helpful and finding community. Um, so when you were little, what did you think you wanted to be when you grew up? So my mom told me I was really into like science and bugs and stuff like that, which now is totally not what That's I'm interested awesome. in. But I can totally get like how my son likes, you know, playing in the dirt and, and doing like some of those things. Um, and then when I was in high school, I wanted to be an actress and I really wanted to go off and, and do that whole thing. So I'm really glad that my mom talked me out of talked to me out of that and convinced me to go to college, even though I'm not doing what I went to college for, but still that whole experience was probably better than getting into Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. What is your, uh, what is your degree in? Graphic design. Okay. Yeah. Graphic design, when I went to school, it's completely different from, you know, what we do now. And Mm -hmm. now we've got Canva and all these things that help us along. But yeah. Oh my gosh. I love Canva. I feel Mm -hmm. like I am learning new stuff that you can do in Canva every day. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's so easy to use. And I opened um, Photoshop the other day and I was going to do something and I was like, oh, forget this. I don't, I I don't have time to teach myself how to do Photoshop. Let me just do it on Canva. And I could, you know, so. it's, it's pretty amazing what it can do. Yeah. yeah, For sure. Um, is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to share? It's okay if there's not, but I just hmm. wanted to see if there's anything else that you had in mind. Um, you know, one theme that just keeps coming up with, my clients and just recently being in social media. And I guess this kind of goes back to my original lesson that I learned, but um, I just keep having this conversation is that we really, as you know, entrepreneurs and women in business, and I guess just in general, in this noisy world, Mm -hmm. like I love social for the connections, but it can be really easy to subscribe to someone else's version of success. And I've definitely been guilty of this. I mean, there's just a lot of talk of like how to hit, you know, 10 figure months and six figure this and, um, you know, passive income that, and, um, just really remembering again, your why. So I'm glad you asked me that question. You know, it's really important to keep, uh, top of mind and just what are your own metrics of success? Like what does successfully working for yourself look like, um, Cause for a while there too, I was like, okay, I really want to hit 10 figure, 10 figure months. And, but really I got into doing this for myself. So I had more flexibility to spend with my son. And if I was going to have to add another client to hit that 10 K mark, but then he was going to be in childcare more than that didn't make any sense. So yeah. really kind of like figuring that out and just, I just call it like knowing who you're subscribing to. So at the end of the year, go through and unsubscribe from email lists unfollow people whose idea of success might be, you know, kind of distracting you from your own goal and making sure you stay really focused on, on your own. I love that. And I, you know, that has been like a theme of mine too, is, um, you know, I built my career up to this level of income. And so whenever I'm on my own, now I'm thinking that is what success is, right? Like I have to hit, I have to match my income 
but reevaluating the whole thing, you know, it's reevaluating what really is important to me right now. And yeah, it's time and time is more valuable than I think the compensation piece ever was. And it's like having that freedom, like I just, I crave it. I need it. And I, I don't think I could ever go back to working for a company. I mean, I would, if I had to, like, you know, we've got to feed our kids and, and all the things, but I'm like, I just, I'm such a rebel in the way of like, I don't want you to tell me what time I have to be there and what time I have, you know, can leave. And I'm just, I I have been like kind of fighting against that for years and years and just feeling like it didn't align with my personality or with my drive and with, you know, all of that. And I think that it can make you really like physically sick because you're like, this isn't, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't right. This doesn't feel good. And I would get migraines all the time, um, whenever I worked at a certain job and, you know, and it's like looking back now, I see it, but when you're in it, you just don't really know exactly, um, what those signs are, but I completely agree. I think that, you know, having the flexibility to make your own schedule and, and really design that lifestyle that you want to have is huge. And that, that is success. You know, that, that is the definition for a lot of people of success is being able to have that freedom. Yeah. So. And if you're resourceful, you can figure it out. Yes. Find someone that can help you figure it out. Exactly. Um, so any big goals for this year? Um, I don't, I don't really do like new year's resolutions, but did you set any sort of goals or big dreams that you have for this year? So I have been talking about creating passive income for myself or splitting my time between the one-to-one and the service space. And it's been really hard for me to get away from you know, in each level of business, there's different things we have to like retrain and reframe. Um, that was how I built my business and I got started. And now I want to scale and I can't just keep selling more of my time. So um, I have plans to build up some of these digital offerings of my own. Um, I also work with Kajabi as a Kajabi partner. I don't know if you're familiar with that platform, mm-hmm. but it's a, a platform for you can host courses. They also have, um, and for coaches, you can house your clients' documents in there, launch podcasts, all kinds of stuff. So creating um, different ways to support, again, these same clients who maybe want to do it themselves a little bit more. What does that look like? And um, build up some more of that more passive income and that scalable, mm-hmm. scalable income. Yeah. I love it. That's so exciting. I think it's like, I I just need to like get really clear on kind of the goal and and how to achieve it because I'm so scatterbrained right now with like all these ideas flooding in and all these like possibilities and opportunities now that I don't work the full-time job I'm like okay I need to hone in on what is the thing that I'm going to focus on first because I get so overwhelmed I'm like okay there's so many things and like I'm doing the podcast and um, I want to fix my website and I'm like, I need to do this and I need to do that. And I've heard of Kajabi several times and I'm like, Ooh, I could do a membership like platform on that. And so, yeah, it's insane. It's yeah. fun, but I mean, it's-, it's good to be a creative and have lots of ideas. People, yeah. some people's brains don't work that way and they would like die to have all these amazing ideas, <laughs> but I totally get it. Um, yeah. 
I have to sit down and I have to make myself sit down from time to time. I don't know if you can see my board over here, mm-hmm. but I have this, this big white board and then I do post-its. Mm-hmm. So I'll grab all of my color post-its and just put on some music and let myself think, okay, what are all the things that I want to do? What am I doing right now that I want to not be doing? Put them all on post-its and then I kind of move them around and organize them. Like, okay, this is what we're going to focus on top tier. Um, you know, like we need to hit these income goals to pay the bills and do mm-hmm. that. So this is what we need to have for that. And then what, what would be the, like the path of least resistance to add something on next? How can I, you know, similarly support these clients or what's the next thing that I want to try to kind of build in? Yeah. And so I play the post-it game and that way I get it all out of my head because otherwise, yeah, I'll drive mm-hmm. myself nuts just thinking about, Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. And definitely have notes all over the place. So I have to put them into one spot. Yes. I love that. I need to do that. I've, I've seen people talk about it and do it. I'm like, I need to just do that because, and it's fun too, to be able to like get everything out there and, and kind of map out a plan. So yeah. Awesome. Well, it's so great connecting with you. I can see you're such a strategist and you're so organized (laughs) and like you could even do like business strategy coaching and all of that would be so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely open to doing that for sure. Yeah. I like the bigger picture and the vision mm-hmm. or taking someone's ideas and figuring out how to actually make that work. Yeah, for sure. So cool. Well, um, I will put all of your information on how people can, you know, catch up with you in the show notes and, um, so that they can, follow you and uh, work with you and, um, you know, just keep an eye on what you're doing and what you're creating next. So it's really exciting. And I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your story and kind of how you got to where you are now and and what you're working on. So thank you. Oh, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your support. I'm so happy you're here and you are on this journey with me. Um, I would mean so much to me if you could leave a rating and review. If you're liking this podcast, it really helps to get us out there in front of other like-minded women like you. Um, I just can't thank you enough. And um, if you would like to get the inside scoop and updates weekly, please um, join our Brave Babe Weekly. The link will be in the show notes. Um, so you can get a behind the scenes on what's going on, what we've got planning um, coming up, and other fun and awkward things going on in my life. So, okay, until next time. Bye.